Well, G's fans, it's finally here. They might have a team. They should play a game. We'll find out if it comes off on time against these Steelers. We are getting ready. We're going to fill you in on what the current state is of this roster, of their roster as well, who's going to the Pro Bowl, what we need to see them do in order to secure a win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome to Locked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back to another Red Friday. Red, yes. I wore it just for this. (laughs) Just had to throw it out there. It is Red Friday. Uh, We will see if Kansas City is able to play their game on time on Sunday. Uh, The past two days, they really haven't had any breakouts with COVID. Um, And by the way, thank you very much for making Locked on Chiefs your first listen of the day. We appreciate that. Yes, very much so. We're brought to you by On Location. They are the official hospitality partner of the NFL, and you can get an incredible package to go to the Super Bowl if you just go over there and check them out. Onlocationexp.com slash SB56. That's where you want to get to. I'm brought to you today from the friendly confines of Grandpa's house because uh, (laughs) my family and I are going snowboarding tomorrow, so we're, we're staging here and practice and all that kind of thing. So it looks a little bit different if you're on the YouTube channel. If you would, like and subscribe over there. And if not, then it's just the same old audio that you always get. So, um, luckily, something's consistent, right? Because this whole week's been crazy. Yeah, and it's really crazy because you look at what Kansas has been dealing with when it comes to COVID. They did have one test uh, come back positive on Wednesday, but it was Mike Rimmers. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm not putting that in the same regard as everybody else since he's on IR. Right. Um, <clears throat> who knows how much he's around the team and, and around the, the squad. So I'm sure he's there to rehab. But so he went on on Wednesday, but Kansas City got some people back as well. I mean, you know, Chris Jones came back, Shavarius Ward came back, which is the most surprising one. Yeah, that, that turnaround caught me off guard. And it's been, you know, with the holidays and everything, it's been a it runaround is. for me today. Yeah. So does that mean that, that, he got exposed and he cleared already. And that very, very outskirts of an exposure. Good for him. That changes things because uh, with Legarius need back in the fold and, and recovering for something that wasn't COVID like that gives them, I, I think they'll miss Fenton, but I think that gives them a secondary that they can say, okay, it's going to be difficult for you to say that you beat us over the top or you beat us because our secondary wasn't in shape. And so that brings it back to the run game. I think that helps them make the Steelers a little bit more one dimensional. Well, it gives them basically their entire defense back. I mean, yes, they're missing Fenton. Yes, they're missing Bolton. But you got to feel pretty good about what you do have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're missing big pieces on offense, and that's going to be something we're going to need to talk about here in a couple minutes. Or you may not. We, you know, Who knows? Maybe Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill make it back. Maybe they don't. We'll have to see. Uh, we will not know until get, you know closer to game time. So uh, you know, we'll tweet it out when we see it. But uh, for right now, it looks like those two are probably or maybe not going to play. Uh, the Chiefs are looking at a punter or adding a punter. I guess they added Tommy Townsend's brother to the practice squad. Oh, um, so <laughs> I hadn't there seen you go. That yet. <laughs> yeah, well, Harrison Bucker out. It looks like Tommy Townsend uh, is going to play, and a little bit more to talk about on him. I guess we'll go ahead and get into this really quick because we didn't mention this already yesterday. Uh, six Chiefs did make the Pro Bowl. Uh, it is the guys that you would expect it to be. Patrick Mahomes made the Pro Bowl. Uh, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Orlando Brown Jr., Tyron Matthew, and Chris Jones. Uh, of that six players, Orlando Brown is probably the one that sticks out the most to me as being a little surprising. Uh, but congratulations to him for making yeah. it his first year in Kansas City. Uh, but here's the really crazy one to me. I thought that uh, a couple of players got really snubbed by the Pro Bowls. 
Uh, Joe Tooney is an alternate. Frank mm-hmm. Clark, Tommy Townsend, Shaverius Ward is an alternate in the Pro Bowl. That's pretty big for him. That is. Uh, and I think that that is that shows you how well he's played this year. Uh, people haven't been giving him enough credit. Harrison Butker is a alternate in the Pro Bowl. Trey Smith is an alternate in the Pro Bowl. Creed Humphrey is an alternate in the Pro Bowl. I think he deserved to be in the Pro Bowl, but not my hey. choice. <laughs> Hopefully there's no reason for them being in the Pro Bowl anyway. When you have true. one more game on your schedule, it doesn't matter. But there's That's also the, the alternate thing. Uh, it's recognition, at least, even if you're not making it onto the first roster. And let's not forget, first year in Kansas City, Mike Burton, the fullback. <laughs> I, was letting you, Bowl. Yeah, I was letting you take that one because I knew you would want to. So <laughs> thank there you, you thank go. You. <laughs> Now, all pro is a different thing. It's voted on uh, by a completely different body. It means a bit more than than the aspect of the fan vote as well. But this is this is something that agents point to, and so I'm I'm glad that you bring it up because it goes along with the clout. And I think the justification for what we were talking about with Orlando Brown coming on as the season went on, he has come around. Um, he's never going to be that fleet-footed, you know super athletic move tackle that Eric Fisher was. It's just never going to happen. But he's adopted enough to maintain a level of play. Is it as good as he was with the Ravens? No. Is this Pro Bowl vote possibly leaning on some of the years of the Ravens? Probably. But, yeah, but he's done enough not to, to like stomp on it and make it not a reality. Yeah, and the key there for me with him and being a left tackle is, yeah, you would like to have a guy that has a little bit more foot speed. He's able to handle the edge rushers, the fast edge rushers a little bit better, but he's not going to get bull rushed. Mm -hmm. People are not going to bull rush him, so that's going to help Mahomes at times during the rest of the season, and however long Orlando Brown is here, he's just not going to get bull rushed unless there's some type of injury or he loses his balance, obviously, but that's his stance and his power is enough to where – He's not going to get bullied, and that is usually what leads to quicker sacks. Yeah, and, and now especially Patrick has adjusted his his depth in the pocket. I think that is is going to continually aid, and we're not going to get to um, an AFC championship game or, Lord forbid, the Super Bowl where you're in the same situation as you have been in the past where you're just trying to run for your life in order to try to put up points. I, I think it's going to pay off, I think, with Smith and Humphrey – and with Brown as well, Tooney, I mean, how different is that to talk about four offensive linemen on this unit being recognized nationally, whether it's, you know, alternate or I was, not? I was about to say that if you didn't bring it up, 80% of their line is either in the Pro Bowl or an alternate. That's fantastic. So yeah. uh, you got to be very happy about that. Kansas City's got to be happy about it just because it means that Mahomes is taking less hits. And mm-hmm. I do think that that's really the truth. I do think that there are still – some things that they need to work on, but this is the first year that this line is together. It was five, <coughs> excuse me, it was five all new players. Uh, it's just the way it's going to be. I mean, they're going to have to adjust and get chemistry. So um, you have to hope that they can probably keep this unit together for a while. Yeah, in, in all in, intents and purposes, it looks like it. Um, we'll see what happens with Luke Yang as he comes back as well. But I think he's put in a good year, even if he has to miss another game or two for COVID. And like I, I'm optimistic about his play as well. So if they're hungry, they're hungry and they get there. Yeah, and speaking of hungry, if you have not done that yet already, I do not know what you're waiting for. Go check out Bill Barr. They have a fantastic sale going on right now. You absolutely need to take a look at it. Uh, they have, I think, 15 delicious flavors that are on sale. 
uh, including my favorite one, the cookie dough chunk. I actually ordered a bunch of those, so I have those now on top of all the other <clears throat> good bill bars that they have. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, built bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, net sugar, net carb, and fat, and very high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Because it's a season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite built bar at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor, and I know Ryan is. That's why he hides them from his family. <laughs> They'll fight for it, and things could get out of hand. Your friends with Santa will try to throw Santa a few built bars in those stockings. I'm sure Santa would appreciate those. It's going to be a long night for him. So many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order at build.com. And listen, nobody plays fantasy sports to lose. Most of all, me. You get more out of winning, and the traditional fantasy thing needs a spin. It's kind of a losing proposition at this point. And with Stat Hero, you get one of a kind, king of daily fantasy sports platform that you get to go head to head with the house. And that's really what it is all about getting to that head to head position and winner takes all. For those of you that are in my dynasty league, you might not be, be able to beat me there, but maybe if you get into this stat hero thing, you might have a chance. I dare all of you. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and the crazy part is stat hero has all the lineups, and you know everything before you play. It makes things really, really easy. All you have to do is go sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on, and you have to use the promo code locked on. That, that's really important. And you get 100% deposit bonus. So you put in 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks on top of it. It makes it super easy. That's <clears throat> Sorry, stathero, stathero.com slash locked on with that code locked on. That'll get it all done. Terms and conditions apply. Make sure you use the promo code and check out Stat Hero. I think you'll dig it. We both have a little bit of a cold, don't we? Yeah, well, it's like it's winter. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> it's a lot colder where you are than it was for me. But, uh, you know, you look at this game on Sunday, and I will tell you, Tuesday or Wednesday, when all these COVID cases were breaking out for Kansas City, I was starting to wonder if they'd even have a game. Um, you know, with as many cases as we're breaking out, yeah, they only had three the first day, but they already had several on the list. And I do want to point out, I know we already talked about it a little bit, but all the people that were on the COVID list from last week are now off, which means mm -hmm. they're, everybody that's on is now subject to the new protocol. So it's possible that, you know, they, some of those guys don't come back tomorrow, but maybe they're able to come back before they have to report who's going to be playing in the game on Saturday. Uh, and so that's something to watch. Absolutely. And, and specifically what you're talking about is prior to the change of protocol, you had to have two back-to-back -back mm -hmm. negative tests. Now it requires one asymptomatic and one negative test and you're back in. As long so, as you're vaccinated to be clear. So right, Bucker, right. Is, Bucker is officially out of this game because he was not vaccinated. So he's out this week uh, and they did elevate their uh, kicker from the practice squad. Okay. <clears throat> so that makes sense. But yeah, th there is hope. Would I would I mind if they push this back to another Monday night? Not at all. If if I would do that for the Bears, I'd love to see that. And, and I think honestly, for for the NFL as a as a as an entity, you want to put the best product on the field that you can. And putting the Chiefs in prime time with their weapons on the field is much better than getting them at you know sixty percent strength on offense. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. I don't want it pushed just because I think that the more the harder game is going to be the Bengals, and I don't want to take a day away from that mm -hmm. uh, and prep for that and getting the players the day off. So I prefer that they play it, and I think Kansas City can beat as long as they stay with the guys they have right now. 
and they don't have any more injuries or COVID or anything else happen, I think they can beat the Steelers the way they are. Uh, and that's a little bit of a precursor to my score prediction later. But <laughs> I do want to say I do think they have the ability to beat the Steelers with the team that they have right now, even if they don't get anybody else back. The one thing I do want to say, and I said this yesterday on the podcast uh, on the crossover, was when I was talking to Chris Carter, what doesn't make sense to me is you look at what the NFL stance is and they make these new protocols, yet they don't change the day that you have to report when players are available or not available. Yeah. Why not give you a Sunday open just for that specific purpose? Well, maybe if you're playing Monday night, but I think they're trying to keep – take back some of that pacing to try to keep it on track for a quote-unquote normal week. Well, and maybe they are, but you're not in a normal situation with COVID. If you, if all you need is one test, you should be able to report it two or three hours before game time that they tested negative, and you should be good to go at that point. That would make some sense. So or, you know, if they change it again. Or you know, ten o'clock eight or ten a.m. at you know ten a.m. Eastern time on Sunday. That way, you have plenty of time in all the different games on Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> so. You know, I would like to see that change. I don't think they're going to make it because they've already made the changes that they're going to. Uh, but I hope it doesn't keep players out that it could. Now, the other thing that we should mention is the Steelers are losing more players. They lost two more on top of mm-hmm. Devin Bush, who they already lost. Uh, they lost another defensive lineman. And that's kind of concerning for them because as Chris Carter and I talked about yesterday, their defensive line has already taken a lot of hits with injuries. <clears throat> so Let's Start running the ball. I actually said that on yesterday's <laughs> podcast. If you did not listen to it, uh, I actually agree with Ryan. In this game, I would consider going six offensive linemen, bring Allegretti in, and run the ball 30, you know, you know, have six offensive linemen in 30, 30% to 40% of the time and run the ball because you're not going to have a third tight. You know, you, right now you only have one tight end, to be fair. Uh, and so I don't know what they're going to do with that position. Yeah, that that's a tricky one. Um, I'm going to make a suggestion here. Um, coach, um, Colin Michael Saunders Burton. can play tight end too. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> He's still on IR though. Oh, I thought they. I thought he got elevated from that. Never mind. But if he wasn't, coach, I'm just yeah. saying. He caught passes out of the backfield. He can do it out of the H. I'm telling you. Um, he can play he, linebacker. He can play. Yeah. He can do it all. Um, the other thing about it is with with Niang out. Wiley's been hurting with a knee, but he was a full participant in practice. And so you have to think that they're going to put him out there. And that's going to be key. It's going to be one of my keys of the game when we come back here in a second, because uh, that's going to be a big part of this game. Yeah. And I think as long as he's able to play, I think they're in a good position when it comes to their offensive line. Uh, I, I don't like Wiley as a, the full-time starter, but as a, as a pinch starter, I think he'll be fine. Although he's going to be going up against TJ Watt, which is another reason why I would really consider running the ball a lot. <clears throat> Put Nick Allegretti over there as a sixth offensive lineman and let them double team Watt if you want to throw the ball. It's, it's like you're reading my keys to the game, which we're going to do next, folks. That and predictions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to steal them, I guess. Uh, okay. But online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the College Bulls season and the football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2021. Built Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. 
bet online where the game starts. And <sighs> Merry Man. Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Merry Christmas. I I have to say, you you go into this game and you look at it, and on paper, looking at the records, you would think Kansas City is going to have an easy time. And I think that defensively, I think that they can handle this Steelers team. The question is, is offensively, are they going to be able to put points on the board because they're going to be probably missing, at least as it is right now, their two biggest weapons. Yeah, and you touched on it. It's it's difficult in that pass game. You know they want to go to it. Just because guys are out, they have the, the next guy up mentality. Coach Reed always has. He's not going to change his play call dramatically. Can we get back up to like, you know, like a Buffalo 2020 game plan? Like earlier this year, we had nearly a 50% run call on that sheet. Can we get there? Yes. But they're still going to throw the ball. They still want to. Without Hill and Kelsey, it comes down to who's going to step in for them. And I, I like correct me if I'm wrong, Gordon is, is back in full mm-hmm. practice, correct? Yep. So I, I like him, Pringle, and Hardman out there. I like what that does in terms of the physicality from the two bigger guys and then the lightning aspect of Hardman. I hope that they run stacks. I hope that they run trips. And they give those guys an opportunity to block, not for a running back, but for McColt. You know, I I know I said that I would be okay with him running the ball a lot, and I am, but I also wouldn't be shocked if Kansas City comes out and at times runs four wides without any tight ends. I mean, you're going to be in a situation where, you know, you're going to probably have to get the ball out quick. And uh, if you put that many wide receivers out on the field, you're going to take more than likely, you're going to be able to get the ball off quick enough and get somebody open. So it would not shock me for them to go four wide at times, maybe even five wide at times. Are there uh, five only... wideouts on this roster right now? Yes. Because Hill's off. Fountain's not able to be ele- uh, elevated, correct? Uh, correct, because he's on the COVID list. Right. <clears throat> I mean, they can bring people up. Okay. Because going five wide requires Marcus Kemp to be out there catching passes, correct? Yes. Okay. But I don't have a problem with that because you can still use tunnel screens with Marcus Kemp. True. Uh, I, I think there's there's things that Kemp can do that I think he's good enough to do in this league. And, and my whole point is that if you get the Steelers doing things that they're not used to doing, I think you're going to be in a better spot. And this is going to be a game where you're not going to be able to use your normal game plan. So go in there and do something different. Yeah, I like that. I, I do. I do hope that they focus. My next key is getting either one of the H's involved. Can you line up Noah Gray on the on the the end of the line like a, a standard tight end? Probably not. They'll try it. I don't think it'll go very well. It so you got to get them back off of there in the H. And Burton can play that role a little bit as well if you need it. But there's a lot of things that they haven't done with the H role because they haven't had to yet. And I wonder if they've got a few things stacked up like we know that they do. Maybe this is the necessity to bring it out and they run some different things, something they haven't done for Gray. That would be great if they did that. I would love to see it. Uh, the question is whether or not they're going to be able to do that. They do have a tight end on the practice squad, so you could wonder if they're going to bring him up, although I think that's going to be a stretch that he would be able to really uh, contribute this week. They've got a couple of tight ends on the practice squad, so maybe they bring somebody up that from that way uh, to have that extra tight end there if Kelsey and Bell aren't able to come back. You know, really my key for the game, and, and this is flipping over to the other side of the ball, I want to go defensive because if you stop the Steelers – offensively i think you're in a much better position in order to get to a point where you can win this game easily 
Yeah. Uh, I still think Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to find a way to move the ball. Uh, now, the key there is, and, and the thing that has always stood out to me with Mahomes is he's always looking for the guy that has a yard or two of separation. In this type of game, I don't think you're going to have that guy. So I think you're going to have to go with a guy that only has maybe half a yard of separation, and he's going to have to throw the needle, and he's going to have to be on point for this game. Yeah, I, I agree. And that brings us back to how can you best manage this game? That is pressuring Ben Roethlisberger, who is no longer capable of, of throwing a ball that he used to throw with, with that kind of accuracy, but he can't get away from you. So having Chris Jones back, having the full complement on the front, it protects the back, protects the loss of, of Fenton um, and, and whoever else you have to have. Right. Uh, That's a big loss. But the way he played last week against the Steelers, I was really – I mean, Nick Bolton – really deserves to be in in contention for a starting spot for the rest of the season yeah period absolutely in, in, in the nickel in the yeah. two backer set i'm i'm with you yeah. um the key is going to be the steelers have not had a run game that that is dominant you can shut them down it happened last week the question is is willie gay enough willie and hitch back together again enough to shut that down with that defensive front you do that and then i think it turns into a game where you don't have to score 28 or 30 points to win it yeah it doesn't have to be pretty this week. You just got to get a win. Um, yep. And honestly, in a lot of ways, I'm actually excited to see what they do on offense because if they don't have Hill and Kelsey, this will give them an opportunity to try to get somebody else going. Can mm-hmm. they force feed Gordon the ball? Could he actually get five or six receptions in this game? Could they actually get McCole Hardman involved in this game? Because he hasn't really had much of a role this season. He's, a, I think, <laughs> the second wide receiver when it comes to yards, but – he still hasn't had a huge role this year, and he's seen his snaps go up and down and fluctuate a lot. Well, they're going to be up this week if Tyree Kill's not playing. So, yeah. um, now the other key, if Hill or Kelsey are back, is also a question of how much do you actually play them in this game? Because you look at what the Chiefs did with Jones, and mm-hmm. they did with uh, sorry Ward today. They made them limited participants in practice, so they're taking care of those players coming back from COVID. Yeah, and. and- when you recover from COVID, your general the number one symptom of this disease is fatigue. Mm-hmm. So even if you are clear and you you've moved it out and you have a negative test, doesn't mean that they're, they're ready to run and be anywhere near their their quote unquote normal selves. Well, yeah. And how many yards does he run for in a game? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, not that's... even if you think about catching him catching 150 yards, he's running easily what three? Oh no, way more than 300 yards. Yeah, okay. I think he's closer to 750 yards in a day in a game. Think wow. about all the motions he has, it's 50 true. yards across the field. So I mean, you're looking at a ton of running, and you know, is he going to be able to do that? I think you can use those guys in certain situations if they're able to play, which will make them better, uh, which will help this offense, and, and maybe bring them in on third down, maybe bring them in on goal line or in the red zone. Maybe you use them in those types of packages. Uh, give them most of the rest of the day off and and try to get them ready for going forward. Now, the other key, I want to throw this out there just because it's it does apply to the guys that have gone through COVID right now. They're not subject to testing for the next 90 days. So anybody that's on COVID right now with the new protocols, you're not tested until after the Super Bowl. Right. Kelsey, Tyree Kill, all those guys, no more testing until after the Super Bowl. So, uh, I mean, let's just hope you don't get it again. (laughs) Right. So, well, with that is. said, I already mm-hmm. talked about my prediction a little bit. I'll let you go ahead and start off, though. Oh, okay. Um, for me, I, I do think that they're going to try to be who they are, but in the end, I think what's going to get it done 
is going to be the physicality of the defense in the run game. They're going to have a couple of big chunk plays. Um, I hope that it's it gets great involved, it gets Josh Gordon involved, pays off Pringle. I hope there's a little bit of that. But at the end of the day, this is a hard-nosed game that maybe in years past the Chiefs haven't really been ready for. I think this offensive line is a step up. I think they help. I think a full-strength defensive line gets it done. The physicality of this game is going to come down to it. And in the end, the Chiefs are going to win this 21-20 on a last-second Mike Burton touchdown. You were ridiculous. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> shock me that you went there, but uh, you were absolutely ridiculous. Now, I will say, you look at this game, and Kansas City, like I said earlier, has the ability to win this game. Uh, you said something that I want to emphasize a lot is their offensive line is so much better than it has been in years past. Their defensive line is very good, and you cannot convince me for a guy that we didn't even talk about in this show that Melvin Ingram isn't going to have a huge <laughs> on his shoulder for this week. Right, especially after people so, in Pittsburgh seem to think he hasn't done anything, right? I'm not right. even going to address that one. Right, yeah. If you can't see the job that Melvin Ingram has done for Kansas City or his benefit in Kansas City, uh, you don't know football. So, you know, whatever. Uh, I think Kansas City wins. I'm not going to say it's going to be a one-point game, although that seems to be a popular prediction. I've seen several others say that as well. Uh, I do think Kansas City wins. I'm going to say it's going to be 24, 24, 21 to 24 to maybe 13. Um, maybe. You know, maybe 10. 1, 2, 24. <laughs> let's pick numbers here. Okay, 10. Let's go 13 to 24. Okay, I feel better. Kansas City. And <laughs> that's because I think the, the defense is going to be ready and they're going to take this uh, and look at it and say, okay, we have to lead this team and here we are. Yeah. We would like to know what you guys think, too. If you would hit the comments on the YouTube channel after you like and sub and do that kind of stuff and let us know what your prediction is. It, it could be the Kelsey and Hill are back, and let us know what you think, if that's a possibility, too, and what it does to this team. If you'd hit us with the uh, iTunes reviews, that always helps us as well. We appreciate you. And I just want to say from, from my family and all of us that do this, thank you, Chris, for another year, another Christmas that we are doing this show and tracking this team. It's been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. Six years. Uh, it's kind of crazy that we've been doing a podcast for six years and maybe it's seven because we did a podcast for a year before that. So uh, it's just crazy. But thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your comments. And we really appreciate the ability to do this. Enjoy the game this Sunday. Go Chiefs and uh, enjoy your holidays with your families. Yeah, whatever holiday you celebrate, make it the best one. We wish you the best. We will talk to you after this ball game. Thank you for listening today. We'll catch you then.